When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi and welcome back to In That Number. We're back with two games this week as we travel to Liverpool for the third time this season to face off against Everton in the EFL Cup third round. And Sunday's game against Chelsea. We'll, we'll do our predictions in fantasy football and give you the, the the results from our right back poll as Jason Dodd and Nathaniel Klein go head to head in our final. I'm your host Ray Hunt and joining me again is the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milberton. Privet. Oh, привет, как дела? Yeah. Хорошо. Добрый вечер. Добрый вечер. Yeah, you're getting better every week. Yeah, I'm trying. Anyway, what's happening? Um, not much. Uh, Saints uh, losing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm all right. It's getting cooler, but... Um, Still quite pleasant here. And what is the temperature over there right now? 12, 12 degrees. That's all right. Yeah, it's was quite clement for October. And yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. How are things in sunny Southampton? Uh, yeah, it's not. It's been a quite a good day today. No rain. It's been all right. A bit cloudy, but yeah, I can't complain. Doesn't feel like October, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't. Yeah. Apart yeah. from it getting darker. Oh yeah, it's getting darker really early. But I imagine that's probably more for you. Yeah, and then in a few weeks when the clocks go back, um, mm. the ma- the matches will start an hour later. So if we've got an evening picture, it'll start at midnight. So yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, shit, I, lo- mate. I love that bit of the season. Yeah. Oh, horrible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, news. Any got any news that we want to discuss this week? Um, well, I mean, there's uh, we're going into an international break, so um, yeah, various different Saints have had call ups. Um, yeah, 14 in fact. 14? Uh, That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, we only had, what, uh, eight last time that actually um, really? went out on international duty, but yeah, this time 14. Oh, okay. Well, hit me up. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you must have heard Alex McCarthy's been called up again. Um, yep. England are playing Croatia on Friday in the Nations League. Behind closed and, doors? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to discuss why they're behind closed doors, but yeah, they are playing behind closed doors. Yeah, it's not not fair on the away fans, but yeah, okay. Um, And yeah, we've got uh, Spain on the Monday, Monday 15th, again, again. looking forward to that. Um, We've already lost at home to them, so why not go and play them over there? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Yeah. do do have the full house. Um, (laughs) Do 
Do you think Maka's going to get any game time? No, no. I, I think it, if it had been a friendly, maybe they would have given him a go because I think his his October, sorry, his September has been amazing. Yeah, he's just um, been incredible. But I think as it's a Nations League, I think he's just going to have to go with the um, number one in Pickford. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair I, enough. I don't see unless there's an injury at the last minute. But hey, he's still keeping Joe Hart it, out of the team anyway. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, and you've got Bettinelli and Butland in there as well. I mean, do you think yeah. he's the preferred of the three? <sighs> second choice. Yeah, I think probably Butland would be second choice if I'm honest. But then again, Southgate knows a lot about Butland. He went to the World Cup, didn't he? Um doesn't necessarily mm. know as much about McCarthy, so you'd think if there was a friendly on the horizon, then you'd think, yeah, give him 90 minutes and see what he can do. But it's not going to happen. It's just it's it's a bad time for McCarthy, isn't it? He's playing his socks off for the Saints, and he's you know he, he can do no more, and mm. he is still you know third in line for the England job. It's just it's it's sad. I mean, he's his not time necessarily will come. better than. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's not necessarily worse than Pickford, but I mean, Pickford went to Everton for thirty million quid. Who are you going to pick? Yeah, and I think it's a bit unfortunate that I mean, we've got a lot of good young goalkeepers. I mean, it's the same in other positions, but I mean, for goalkeepers, I mean, you, yeah, you can only have one on the pitch. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Or you, do you mean England or, or Saints? Because we've got some good young keepers as well. I mean, Angus. Definitely. Down. Yeah, I mean, he put in the blinder. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. So, we're, you know, out of all the positions on the Saints team, you can say that goalkeeper is not a problem for us. Not at all, no. Um, I mean, unless we get an injury, then things are going to start, you know, getting difficult. But, yeah, as it says, yeah. things stand, everything's perfect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, McCarthy for England and Cedric's Portugal have got a UEFA Nations League match against Poland at the Stadion Szlonski. And uh, then the, they've got a friendly uh, against Scotland at Hampden Park. Last time round, Cedric uh, was uh, Cancelo was preferred to Cedric, so why I don't don't see him getting looking this time either. But no, his form friendly. hasn't been that great for Saints either, so I don't think he will do. Mm, well, I mean, yeah, he's been on and off for Saints, so he's not in the best form to get into that Portugal squad. Um, yeah, I mean, Portugal are playing Scotland, so um, even if there is no Cedric, uh, we'll see Stuart Armstrong possibly in that match. Um, he had a pretty good role in that victory over Albania last time around, and um, Scotland are playing Israel in that other Nations League match. Poland, um, Bednarek, I mean, they've got two Nations League matches. Uh, yeah, first one against Portugal. And after the draw they had with Italy last time around, uh, they play again, but this time in Horzhov. Stephen Davis, um, they've got, again, two Nations League matches, uh, one away to Austria and another against Bosnia. Um, yeah, Stephen Davis scored uh, in that 3-0 win over Israel. So, yeah, I mean, they've got a couple of away matches, um, maybe. Yeah, I mean, well, if he can get used to playing away matches, then um, he can get used to playing in the Saints squad, can't he? Um, yeah, Mo and in UC, uh, they've got yeah two two matches both in Oslo, so yeah, two home games for them. Yeah, um, yeah, one first of all against Slovenia and then Bulgaria. Um, so yeah, yeah, a fairly good contribution in one of those matches last time. So yeah, I'm sure I'm getting there. 
Uh, Gabbiadini's been called up. Oh, good. Uh, that's really good. Yeah, lots of uh, competition for him. Yeah, I mean, they've got a, a friendly against the Ukraine in Genoa, and then... Okay, they didn't realize they were playing. I thought it was all Nations League this week. Well, no, they're playing against Poland in the Nations League. Um, again, it's kind of a replay of that, uh, that mm-hmm. last one that was drawn. So, yeah, uh, Bednarek might face Gabbiadini quite directly in that match. Um, after the fiasco that was Denmark's last uh, international outing, uh, not only Vestergaard, but Pierre-Emil Hoiberg also gets a call-up. Um, they beat Wales in the Nations League last time, so, yeah, the Great Danes this time, they're, they're up against Republic of Ireland in Dublin and Austria, uh, that's in a, a friendly. And, yeah, in Dublin we might see Shane, Shane Long back after injury. Um, Ireland have also got Wales again. Um, it's a, a repeat of that 4-1 thumping last time around. Yeah, um, yeah last of all, uh, Mario Lamina for Gabon. Um, again, we joked last time about those matches. I thought they were quite interesting. But, we did, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This time, wait for it, we've got uh, two Yes, two African Cup of Nations qualifiers against Ooh, South Sudan. I feel like we need a drum roll here. <laughs> Sudan. Oh. Yeah, South Sudan. Yeah, oh, so, sorry, yeah. South Sudan. Yeah. yeah, they play them both home and away. So, yeah, good luck. Oh, to them. Wow. Yeah. And um, believe it or not, my Yoshida uh, being called up for Japan in the Kirin Challenge Cup. I, I'm not sure what that is. Nope, me neither. Have you ever heard that? Nope. Um, but they're playing... Panama and Uruguay, so two World Cup teams. Uh, Japan had a good decent. Ooh, what away? But well, uh, well, no, it's, I guess, I'm guessing it's in Japan if it's called the Korean Challenge Cup. Um, they're both, yeah, oh, okay. they're both Japanese matches, so it must be some sort of invitation. And Yoshida has been called out. I was going to say, there's a lot of travelling mm. for him to do in the off, in the um, like the week off. But if it's I'm, he's still got to travel a lot, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, you imagine going to Japan and then to America. I mean, that's, that's yeah, quite a journey. In a week, but, yeah, unlucky. Yeah, um, for the youngsters. Yeah, I can angst. pretty much say that he's not going to be playing for uh, against Bournemouth next next time up. It's a shame. It's a shame. Um, it depends how many minutes he gets for Japan, I guess. Yeah, well, so what? Are you just judging on performance, or do you just think that um, the internationals take it out of him? No, I'm thinking the internationals take it out of him. But again, I, I guess the uh, performance will will come into it as well. We'll we, we'll we'll go into it with the uh, Everton and Chelsea games for sure. Yeah, that's all coming up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, there's um, a couple of youngsters. Uh, Angus Gunn for the England Under-21s. Um, yeah, he didn't get a look in last time, but England are top of the group. They got matches against Andorra and Scotland, so why not give him a cap? Yeah, why, why not? not? Yeah, I'm up for that. And Jake Bokins, um, yeah, 18-year-old left back, left winger. Um, yeah, he signed a new contract like last month. And um, yeah, England's under-19s have called him up. So good luck to him. Excellent. Brilliant. Okay. Any other news? Um, Any rumours? Yeah, the the, do you know the You must know the rumour that I've heard about Gary Cahill. Yeah. Little bird told me about that. Um, What do you think? um, Because, I mean, before you answer, I mean, for me, I think if we could get Gary Cahill in in January, he could walk into the Saints back four stroke. Five. Easily. He's yeah, got, yeah, okay. Well, te- I think... Teach, I know... Hoot and thing or two, definitely. Yeah, but then you look at the team, the, the, the centre-backs that we have at the moment. We've got a lot of centre-backs, but we've got a lot of crap as well. So I think... Yeah, I think, honestly, if we could get him in January, it'd be, it'll be a bonus. We could get him in right now. I mean, you've got two years with him. 
I mean, he's 32 now, so he's probably on the um, you know, the the downward that... spiral. But I, I still think there's a place for him in this team. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a clear role that he's going to play, sort of lead, leading the back line. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, question... he's a leader as well, like you say. Yeah, he's a leader. My question is, can we afford the the wages? Yeah, this is the thing. I don't know what he's on uh, at Chelsea, but I'm guessing it's more than what we're paying for Vestergaard. Well, or Fraser Forster that's on... I'm just talking centre-backs generally. But yeah, Mm. Fraser Forster's on like 80 grand a week and he's like third choice at the moment, so... Ship him out. If we can solve that problem, then... But then nobody wants him, so, you know, it's it's a tough one. I don't don't know if they're going to be able to afford his wages. And, you know, there's I think Leicester have been talked about saying they're interested in in Gary Cahill also but yeah it would be nice yeah we've been we've been linked with a lot of players that it hasn't turned out to but yeah we can only dream yeah I, I take it I mean I, I yeah I definitely take it I think he could, he could walk into that team right now hello and welcome back to the second half let's go into the Everton game straight away from the third round Carabao Cup on Tuesday night yeah, talk to me, Kevin. Did that really happen? What? That we won? That Did we actually go to Goodison Park and come away with some kind of victory? It was a victory, yeah. It was a, it was a penalty shootout, but yeah, we got it. It was good. Yeah, um, it's, I mean, it's sort of after the first half, you were kind of wondering how that we'd come away with a 1-0 from that. And well, then, yeah, because I mean, there was they okay. There wasn't much in it, but um, yeah, there, there weren't exactly a huge number of chances. But um, okay, yeah, good to positive. But I mean, again, you're, you're still thinking, um, oh, good, good, you got it just in just before the halftime whistle. Because um, if it had been a few minutes earlier, it would, we would have been going in, into into halftime one-one. But um, yeah, after half time, we we sort of we sort of held them back, and that sort of seemed to worry them and frustrate them. And then with the substitutions that you brought on, you thought like they're really going in for the kill. And so I mean, Richarlison oh, okay. came on, yeah, yes, Walcott did, yeah. came on, um, um, Nias came on, so didn't he? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was I don't, I don't know what sort of formation, like four four one. 12 you know like I mean there's <laughs> so many balls coming in um, but yeah I mean okay we were dealing with it up to a point and then yeah just a, a few minutes before okay I, so I'll give my honest opinion on this right I think time. that they kind of want they went with a team that was uh, they want, like I said in my preview I said that they were going to play some established stars and they're going to play some youth I think they were thinking that this is only Saints we can just put a few players we can put Richarlison, we can put Madrissa yeah. um, Gay, we can put Theo Walcott on the bench, just to, just in case. Yeah, we'll, yeah, still, yeah. we'll still beat them. That I, I think that was their mindset. And when it wasn't going to plan, they sort of like, right, quickly, let's throw on the big guys. Because there was yeah, no... Yeah. I mean, um, Sigurdsson wasn't to be seen, was he? he no, he wasn't, wasn't even on the bench. So. No. So I think that was their mindset. I think they actually thought, yeah, it's only Saints, we can do them. But I mean, I'm still looking at the squads. I mean, it's not a weak squad. Um, from, from them? Yeah. No, of course not. No. But from us, I mean, I was really happy. I mean, so they went Angus Gunn in goal. Yeah, good. Right, he needs it. Um, yep. Stevens, Yoshida and Bednarek. Two, you know, 
I think we're unanimous with our satisfaction with that back three there. Definitely. I think that's what we've been calling for all season. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And maybe Vestergaard. We quite like Vestergaard, yeah? Yeah, I love him. Still. Yeah, okay. But just breaking up that partnership, I think Stevens, I think Yoshida and Bednarik need game time. They got it. Target does too. Target, yeah. Target and Cedric. Obviously, Cedric's going to play a lot of games this season because we've got nobody else on that right back, side. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lamina and Hoiberg played in the middle, and then he played. I, I don't know quite what he did with this because he played Gabbiadini and Ings up front. And Redmond. And Redmond was Redmond in the hole behind the two, or was he playing off of Bertrand on the on the um, on the left there? I don't I mean, know what. I don't know if it, I, I would like to think that Hughes had said to him, "Look, go on, play that Letizia role. Just do what needs to be done. Yeah. Play that hole. Come back and help the midfield out. Come back and support. Um, go forward and support Gabby Adina yeah. Innings. Run on the wings. Yeah. yeah, just do what you you feel you need to do. I'd like to think he did that. Um, <laughs> it obviously worked. Well. Yeah, uh, I mean, he, he kind of showed himself, but I mean, Target made, well, I suppose, without Redmond there exclusively on the wings, that, that left uh, uh, Cedric and, and Target to, to do a lot of the work along the channels there. Which I'm okay and, with. Yeah, I mean, and, and they did it, um, especially Target, I mean, he was yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, on, on the whole, great. Uh, but yeah, you can't have a, a positive performance from Saints without some negatives in it. And yeah, yeah. So you know, 85th, 85th minute. Um, but still, I mean, it's again, it's at, it's at the death. Um, the way yeah. we like it, say we don't make things easy for himself. But um, no. And do you know what? We've been calling for Yoshida to be in this team from the start of the season. Yeah. And he he didn't cover himself in glory though, did he? Really. I think, well, I mean, okay, I think we all know what we're talking about, but um, um, in, in the first half and at the beginning of the second half, um, um, I thought you had a, a fairly good performance. From, um, what, from what I've read, yeah, you're right. I mean, I've looked at the reviews and everything about it. They're saying that, yeah, he had a solid 7 out of 10, whatever, but he still looked to be up to his usual tricks. Those stupid little back passes back that passes, he does. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was and considering this guy is not in favour with Mark Hughes, you can you know that he's not. He he, he knows his, his... Well, even if he's got a back three, he knows that Yoshida's not part of it, which is sad. Um, for someone to come in in this kind of cup tie and to do something stupid like that, he's not done himself any favours. Um, um, well, you say that. Uh, but he was—he he got into the squads against Chelsea. Yeah, that was a worry for me, actually. Like from Tuesday all the way through till today, I was thinking he's not done enough to put himself yeah. in the fold for Chelsea. But yeah, he—he he kept his place. I mean, I thought he might have tried to squeeze some um, Tiger or Stevens in there somehow, but no, Yoshi's in there, and I thought that was fair enough. That's fair enough. He definitely deserves a shot, even I, after do, that. Do you, do you think it's just like a lack of game time and confidence with him? Quite possibly. I mean, um, again, he's one of those players that I've gone from just slagging off every week and saying like, "Oh, he's shit. He shouldn't. He shouldn't even be in the team at all." To I've grown to love him over the, over the years. And well, yeah, um, he's like in his seventh season with us now. So I think he's at the top at the top of his game um, at the moment. So yeah, we should be playing him now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the the goal. Um, Danny Ings with another one. 
That's his that's his fourth, isn't it, in all competitions now? Uh yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, nice little goal. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, nice low curling shot there. Yeah, I think it was... Um, it was Lamina, Target, Ings and Redmond all and playing Redmond, down, that, yeah. down, down that left side with nice little one-touch football. Um, and he put it away to um, Stecklenburg. I think it was his left, wasn't it? Low down to his left into the bottom corner. I think it was a mm-hmm. really nice goal. And I don't, I don't you know... I think. Yeah, good, good team play leading that. up to yeah, it. Yeah, excellent. Nice one-touch football down the side there, which Target was involved with as well. It was really nice to see. Really good goal. And just out of nowhere as well. It was, yeah, because it didn't look like. I mean, I, I'm on. If I'm being honest, watching it, I thought, yeah, it's going to be. This is going to be nil nil. It's going to go to penalties. But that goal, I thought, that's it. I don't think Everton have got enough here. I don't think they've got anything to to come back. Well, they didn't on the on the pitch at the time. But then again, you know, they went all in, and still it wasn't enough for them. No. And a, a lot of fantastic saves from from oh. Angus Gunn. Oh God, goal. yeah. He, I thought he was excellent. Unbelievable, yeah. But then, of course, the inevitable happened again, and it was like another sucker punch. Five minutes from time, and Theo punishes us. Yeah, but I mean, we saw it out, and it, and it did go to penalties. And then, then you're thinking, oh, okay, well, sure, we've got a chance, we've got a chance. But um, <laughs> what I didn't understand <laughs> is that, at what that you were thinking. Sorry. <laughs> sure, <laughs> of course. I mean, the penalty shootout is it's just it's a bit of a lottery. So, uh, but I mean, you look at the players they brought on. And you've got uh, Richarlison, Nias, Walcott, Tosin. Um, yeah, all all attacking players. All should be not. Uh, yeah, a lot of penalty good takers. Good penalty takers. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so and yeah, I didn't understand that. Hughes sees this. I mean, it's it's going into stoppage time. You you can see it's going to penalties. You've made one substitution. And you've got Austin there waiting on the bench. Um, and Yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? It's like you've got some penalty takers on the bench. I mean, would you... I mean, uh, the bench that we had for this bench, we had Hoot, Davis, Austin, Romeo, Ward-Prowse, Armstrong, yeah. and, and Lewis, the substitute goalkeeper. But you'd, you'd think that they would have taken, like, you know, at least 10 seconds left. Austin. Just stick Austin on. Yeah, at least Austin. Just, just shove him on. I'd take Ward-Prowse on as well. I'd let him, I'd let him take yeah. one. Yeah, Ward, Ward Prowse or maybe Armstrong, but yeah. Yeah, but the five that took the penalties for Saints, I mean, who was it? Ings, Ings Davis, Poibjerg, Target, and Cedric. Yep. Cedric, Two yeah, for the winner. In there. Uh, you know, and looking at their penalties, I think it was Baines, Tosson, Richarlison, terrible uh, penalty. Terrible hilarious, penalty. absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Kurt Zuma and Theo Walcott. Um, who missed? So Richarlison and Walcott missed for Everton. Target missed for Saints, and Cedric tucked his away to for the win. Yeah, but so, I mean the real hero was was uh, Gun. Okay, so I'm going to ask you for your man of the match, and I think I know who it is already. Yeah, I mean, I thought, you know, I mean, I've made um, in my notes as the match is going on, I put sort of marks for. Um, positive contributions to the match and my man of the match is normally the guy who's got the most contributions for here it's been target but i think gun just being being the hero um yeah saving that penalty off of walcott and um and just the number of saves that he made throughout he the saved, match he also saved yoshida's blushes as well in the game 
yeah, he covered his ass definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think without him, it wouldn't have been nice in the end. No, I I totally agree with you, Kev. I think um, Angus Gunn should have got man of the match. Unfortunately, he didn't get man of the match. Do you know who got man of the match? Officially, Cedric. He did. Well, yeah. I thought he had a decent game, but Cedric got man of the match. So just for scoring the winning penalty. I mean, it's it's, it's a shame. I don't think that, it was because I think he contributed. I think him and Target contributed on the flanks quite a bit. Whether they, yeah, they didn't really cut into true. Everton too much, but they they didn't do a lot wrong. Um, I think that's why Cedric got the man of the match. But I think Gunn, yeah, I, I agree with you. Gunn was was terrific, and I think for someone that doesn't play a lot of games as well, to come yeah. on and you know answer the call right there. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's an unsung hero, so yeah, we should sing his, yeah. sing his praises. So, yeah, so then we move on to the fourth round of the um, Carabao Cup against Leicester. Leicester. So we go to the King Power Stadium. That is That game is scheduled for Tuesday the 30th of October. It's a 7.45 kickoff. Um, yeah, it'll be midnight in Moscow. Lovely. Oh, sorry, mate. Another um, sleepless night. Oh. Are you, what are you feeling about that one? Do you think we can progress? I think we can. I mean, if if Leicester go into it in the same way that Everton did, I, I don't see why not. Absolutely, I, I totally agree with you there. Yeah, didn't they play each other this weekend as well? Uh, who? Leicester Everton. Yeah, they did. They played each other this weekend. It was a Leicester win. Sorry, it was a Everton win. I think it was. Yeah, two one. So mm. yeah, <laughs> we can beat Everton. We can beat Leicester. <laughs> I know we've already lost to them this season, but yeah, I fancy us to beat them as well. I think we can do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, we threw it away against Leicester, but I mean, yeah, I think we can. We can. Um... Nice little cup run. That'd be nice. Get us into the quarterfinals. Yes. Yeah. Good. Okay, so we um move on to the Chelsea game. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Still fresh in the memory. Very fresh. Yeah. Um, three nil home loss. <laughs> One win from eight now. Yep. Yeah, still sixteenth. As per my prediction. Um, yeah, only because Fulham couldn't beat um, Arsenal. But yeah. yeah Fulham could hit a cow's ass with a banjo. But um, <laughs> I was feeling I was feeling still fairly positive. Um, look, throughout the match, I was looking, looking for the positives. And I did find them until, like, again, just towards the end of the second half. And I don't know. We just keep... It's, it's a... Deja vu is the same thing that felt after the Liverpool match. We didn't play too badly, you know? It wasn't like um, they were all over us for the whole match and we couldn't deal with them at all. But it's just, again, just silly defensive errors costing us. Do you think that um, we deserve to be where we are in the league? On... You know the way that they've been playing. Like I said, they've they've they've, they've like strung forty-five minutes here and there, not necessarily ninety minutes of pure like good football, but they're having these forty-five minutes in these games. I don't think we've been playing that bad. And the no. teams that we've played, like you say, like we we lost to Liverpool, fair enough. We've lost to Chelsea, fair enough. We don't need to play them again. I, well, yeah, we do. But okay. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, not for a while. Yeah. Not yeah. Um, get those out of the way. Forget those. The, the stupid ones, like the Brighton one that we, we threw away points, the Leicester one that we yeah. threw away points, the Brighton, the, the sorry, the Burnley one that we possibly should have won. It's those games that kill you. Those are the ones that that I've said to you many times before. Those are going to come and, come back and haunt you come May. You're going to look back at those and think we shouldn't have lost points against Leicester. We shouldn't have lost points against Brighton. Possibly should have got something a little bit more against Burnley. 
The ones against Chelsea and Liverpool, you're not too bothered about because you, you mark them down on your, on your calendar as, yeah, we're going to lose that game. Um, yeah. Yeah. But he went back again to his three at the back, which I was okay with because the three that he played, Bednarek, Yoshida and Hoot. Yeah, interesting um, choice. Yeah. I don't understand why Vestergaard was pulled there. I don't know why. I Over who? Really? Um, well, I mean, Hoot's his favourite, isn't he? He's played every but why minute. why is so Hoot's favourite? Hoot's playing in the centre really of that three. Yeah. He, he loves him. I, I would have played Vestergaard for sure. And Yoshida mm-hmm. hasn't covered himself in glory. Like I said, in that Everton game, he come back into the squad. He made a couple of stupid mistakes. Why is he putting Hoot on now? Why, why not? Why, what's Vestergaard done that's so bad? I know he wasn't great against Wolves. But I don't know. And then, of course, he's gone with Cedric and Bertrand on the flanks, which is, you can't really go anything anything else. Um, no. Hoiberg and Lamina. Now, Lamina didn't do it. I thought he was awful against Wolves, and I thought he was possibly to blame for the Wolves' goal, the first one. Against a team like Chelsea that have got so many decent players in the middle of the park as well, I would have thought... Do you want Oriel? Yes, exactly. I was calling for mm. Romeo to start this game. Um, and then, of course, he played... Red, Redmond in the hole again, and maybe is, if you're playing like three up front, I don't know, or maybe just one behind the two. So Redmond's and then Ings and Gabbiadini up front, which I was I was pleased that Gabbiadini got the start. Yeah, unexpected because I mean he's sort of fallen out of favour under Mark Hughes, but yeah, and, and Shane Long's come back from from his injury, and you've got um, Charlie Austin still there as well. So I thought maybe maybe they would have played, maybe he would have played, but no, he um. He put Gabby Dini in, which I was pleased with. Yeah, well, it's a brave choice, but again, none of—I don't think any of those changes really paid off meaningfully. Well, no, he—I—I I, I was right. The first half, I was really, really struggling to figure out what um, what Gabby Adini was doing, positional-wise. I don't think it was his fault. He—he he looked like he was playing very deep on the right. I don't know whether... I mean, I know he reverted back to the 4-4-2 at some point in that game, which I don't... I mean, I, we looked better when we did switch to that 4-4-2. It, it, was, it was fine. But Gabbiadini didn't... He looked lost. He didn't look... I mean, it's unfair on him, because I don't, I'm not blaming him on... You know, any part of me is not blaming him at all, but he looked like he was playing right back at some point, and then right wing. He was not yeah. playing centre forward. He did move a lot. Yeah. I don't understand what he was doing with that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Redmond's, I mean, if he's supposed to be the man in the hole, but, I mean, he, he, he spent all of his time in, in his sort of favourite position there, just, just along, on, along the left wing there. Which I don't, I don't, you know, that, that that's a good way for him to play, because, I mean, he put the, he was putting the crosses in still, he was still causing problems up that left side, and him and Bertrand linked up well. I think it was Bertrand that put the cross in for the Ings chance that was like three yards out. Oh, God, that was just an absolute sitter. Yeah, that wasn't nil-nil as well. So if that had gone in, that could have been it. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, and then, you know, Chelsea... Chelsea had a lot of the ball from the start. They they were pressing Saints quite a bit. Um, and, the, and the Saints fans were getting restless. And I think there was a moment in that game, I, don't, I can't even pinpoint where it was, but Saints just sort of like switched... And they started closing down, they started pressing, and they started moving the ball, and they actually started to look like a threat. I mean, that, that happened in the first half and yeah. in the second half. Um, yeah. But we just didn't capitalise on, on those chances. Um, it's, key, isn't 
Yeah, I mean, but it's strange. I mean, uh, do, do, do you remember? Do you know um, what our possession was? Um, at one point we were seventy-five percent possession, but then at another point we were like five percent possession. It was it was an odd game that they were. They, it was just a lot of Chelsea possession, and then Saints just got like cooled it down a bit, started playing football, and. Yeah, they, they, there was a moment in that first half where they changed it. They changed it up, and they looked like they were going to. Well, I wouldn't say they looked like they were going to score, but they looked like they were they were putting the pressure on Chelsea. Let's say. Well, I mean, at, at half time, we had twenty five percent possession to Chelsea seventy five. Okay, that's, um, that's pretty. That's pretty fair. Yeah, I mean, God, they had just had so much ball, but um, they had uh, twelve shots. Um, eleven on on target um sorry no one on target um yeah so i looked at it at half time and i think saints had more shots on target at half time yeah they? no 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 so th- that's my point that we uh, we had uh six shots three on target at half time to their 12 and then he had one shot on target and that was like yeah just 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 towards the end um so yeah we didn't didn't see much of the pool but when we created chances we we managed to mount a decent attack it's just yeah that 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 final touch wasn't there i mean yeah, we can that ings missed there um and yeah a few other chances but you you, you thought okay even one nil down we we could still you know, the match is still there for the taking. We, we can I don't, I don't, know. I don't, do I don't necessarily think it was there for the taking. I, I, I just think it was damage limitation from that first goal. I thought maybe, <laughs> maybe well, if we can point out of it, best. Yeah, if we can get, get an equaliser, if we can get an equaliser and, and eke out a one-all draw, mm-hmm. that's an amazing result. Yeah, totally. But I mean, um, the goal. The way we. Mm. Yeah, right, let's talk the goal because. I mean, who wins the ball, and then he gives yeah. the ball to Hoiberg. Hoiberg loses, it straight, loses it straight away. But I don't really blame Hoiberg for that because he didn't have really a lot of time to think about that. Barkley did well. He closed yeah, he's him down. Strong on the ball. Though. Yeah, and he slotted it through. Now th- this is my problem, right? When when Hoyt wins the ball and gives it to Hoiberg, Hoiberg he loses it instantly. That. Hoiberg ch- um, Hoyt chases the ball. He's he's gone to that ball, and that that leaves. Hazard with the space, and you don't give yeah. the, you know, the Premier League's top marksman that much space because he's going to punish you, and he did, and that was it. And as soon as that goal went, because I think at nil nil, I was hopeful, but as soon as that goal went in, I thought, no, this is it. Um, this that, is Hazard doing his thing. Yeah, that's it. One nil, it doesn't matter. That's it. They've done it now. I can't see Saints scoring against this, and that was it. Um, but. I mean, it, it wasn't. All, I don't. It wasn't all hazard. It wasn't just a sort of a masterclass, you know. Where, where no, we, absolutely not. Just outclassed, you know, like be- beautiful attacking football. I mean, okay, they passed the ball around excellent, but um, that's a lot of the threats we did manage to deal with. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, they, I agree they, with you. Yeah, and they did. They, they just found little opportunities just to slice open our defence. But this is the difference, though, isn't it? This is it. If you make one tiny little mistake, they're going to punish you. And that's the difference between a top team and a team like Saints. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're on their guard all the time, and we're yeah. just not. And the second goal, that was the killer, wasn't it? You knew then, as soon as we went 2-0 down, well, it's just, it's there's no chance of a draw, there's no chance of a win. And it was yet, silly. It was again, from another set piece. Another bloody set piece. Why? Yeah. Why is this happening every single? It seems like every week. 
It's just the zonal marking is, doesn't work. Yeah, I'd love to sit on, on one of their training sessions I, and, yeah, and see I what they actually I, do. I'd like to sit down with Mark Hughes and have a chat with him and, and discuss why why he keeps going for these zonal markings. But yeah, Barkley's there. Just a roll mm. in. Well, just a, I think it just touched his thigh, didn't it, and went in. But yeah, he was there. But I mean, Giroud had masses of space. Yeah. And managed there to was, scissor you know what, pick though, it across just question, about everyone. There was... Um, David Louise was like holding back. Um, I can't even remember who it was. It might have been Wesley who, um, as um, Giroud was bursting for his run, may have made a difference. I don't know. I'm just I'm just picking. Because um, yeah, I, I couldn't quite see where who was at that point for for the for the free kick. Didn't see where he went. I mean, if this is zonal marking, I don't know what his zone was. You've got about. Four men all around Jorginho, just doing nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, what what are these zones? I'm, I'm sorry, but yeah, so, sometimes I can't see. It's no coincidence that we're losing goals every single week from set pieces. It needs to be rectified, and Hughes needs needs to answer this. He needs to sort this out. Well, Klopp and Sarri, I mean, they 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 all must know. Like, yeah, look, if you, if you get a free kick, you know, just. Ten yards outside of the box. This is what you got to do. Well, as long as who's playing, that's it. Yeah, and well, that's just a given. I mean, he plays every minute of football for Saints. Yeah, Um, and then I mean, the third one, just (laughs) right at the end of the game, ninety-third minute. Just yeah, I mean, good Chelsea play. Any three now. Any any slight positive I could take from the match at that point just disappeared because my my two-nil prediction went up in smoke, and so did. Any hope for that something taking something positive at the end yeah. of that match out into the international break? Now I want to talk about the referee. I don't like to bitch about the refs, but he didn't. He didn't have a great game. I mean, six yellow cards to none of Chelsea. Chelsea had a couple of cynical fouls, and there was nothing there. The referee did not did not bring his cards out. And you know yeah. the, the Bertrand yellow card. Oh yeah, that's that, that brought up a lot of discussion. Uh, the, didn't you it? know the placement of a free kick. You know, I, I I mentioned this on Twitter that I think maybe he must have used some colourful language for the ref to pull out a yellow card. Yeah, I, I think he must have told him to fuck off. Yeah. He must have done, surely, right? But yeah, there's no other way. I mean, did you see the Champions League in the week? Though Akin Fayev got two instant yellow cards. Yeah. Oh, so yes. it must yeah. have must have been because I don't know what he, like literally within a few seconds like one one yellow card and then he says something and he, he gets another yellow card and then a red after that so yeah it must be something just something like that where he's saying like all right just just place the well okay yeah that's out of order don't say that yeah but I mean yeah, we we had our luck in 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 the first half when there was a penalty shout that could quite easily have gone against us but didn't so. Yeah, I'm fairly philosophical about it. Yeah, what are you talking about the hoot challenge? Yeah, on yeah. Giroud. Do you know I saw that in real time and I thought that's a brilliant tackle. Yeah, so so did I. I thought, oh great, okay, yeah, there's no 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 complaints there. But then with every uh, replay, you're looking, oh yeah, he didn't get the ball first, did he? No, but fair enough. <laughs> it wouldn't. Have yeah, been and those those ones get given every week, so yeah, it was a tough one. It was a tough one. Mm. Yeah, it's good to wear on the side of caution. So yeah, um, man of the match, do we have one? You Mine's Ross Barkley. <laughs> yeah, Ross Barkley. Why not? No, I, I honestly have not even thought about the man of the match on this game. 
All right, um, I'll put you on the spot. Okay. Well, this is mine for you. Okay, but I will go... I'm going to go Redmond. Redmond was okay. Just because, I mean, there was a lot of work asked from him, and he did it, and he set up some great chances. Ings didn't put him away, so he's the bad man. Redmond's a good man. That's the way I can look at it. Yeah, I guess, I, I think I saw a lot of Redmond um, not not in the Chelsea box, but in his own box also, that was doing a lot of defensive work. Um, Bertrand was okay. He had a couple of dodgy... He got booked as well. He had a couple of dodgy tackles, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think... As it's so close, I think I'll side, I'll side with you. It's it's going to have to be Redmond for me, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair enough. Definitely. Yeah, okay. So, a 3-0 home loss, but it was the Chelsea, so you can't really complain. Um, so that leaves us in, is it 16th place? Yeah, 16th place, five points, one win, two draws, five losses. Okay, well, there's something to build on there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's good, considering the, the fixtures that are um, that are coming up, there are some, there's some points to be had there, I think. I'm yeah, I'll say that our season will probably start uh, when we play Bournemouth on the 20th. That's yeah. when it really starts. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, so there's there is no we've got no show next week because of the international break. So England are travelling to Rijeka on Friday yeah. for the Nations League game against Croatia. That's live on Sky. But it's um, yeah, as I said before, it's behind closed doors due to UEFA sanctions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I'm, I don't wish to discuss why. Um, and then they go to Sevilla three days later. On Monday the fifteenth for Spain. Yeah, another, show them. Yeah, another Nations League tie. Um, but the next Saints game is Saturday the twentieth, and it's up the road at the Vitality Stadium against Bournemouth. Now, yeah, they're Bournemouth, flying. Wow, mm. the most unpredictable team this season. They are playing havoc with my Super Six league. Yeah, yeah. I bet. I mean, they 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 can thrash Watford four nil away, or they could. Lose four 0 away at Burnley. Well, you yeah, just don't this know. is it. I'm looking at it. Like they banged in four against Leicester. Mm. They let in four against Burnley, and they banged in four at Watford. What is going on? What? 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 Where are this team? What are they? I don't know. It must be fun being a Bournemouth fan, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very, very exciting. Yeah, but I mean, look at them, and they're they're sitting in sixth at the moment. Sixth place. Yeah. Sixteen points. Yeah, five wins and one draw. So bloody hell. That's yeah. amazing. But like, the, the bottom line is they are a good side, right? We know they can score, but we also know they can be scored on. Yeah, they're well-organised well sides. I mean, that's what they've got that we definitely don't have. Yeah, that's that's true. So it's five wins, one draw, two losses. Mm-hmm. One of those losses, one of those losses um, was at Stamford Bridge. So, and that was only two 0 I mean, we just lost three 0 at home to them. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can definitely be a little bit jealous of our of our neighbours across yeah. the New Forest. Yeah, I mean they they play a bog standard four four two, don't they? I mean they they all work hard for each other. Um, and listen, Bourne- Bournemouth know what they are, uh, and you know they they they're not afraid to go for it against anyone, and they always play to win as well. You know whether they're playing against Liverpool away or whatever, they will just go for the win. I like that. Yeah, I mean, this is a complaint that a lot of Saints fans have been voicing that um, we, sh- we should just be going for it, you know, not sitting back against the bigger teams. 
we should just shouldn't be a, shouldn't be a, um, afraid to, to go at them. And if and if we lose, well, we've lost anyway. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. Bournemouth know who they are. Yeah. So and perhaps it explains why they concede quite a lot as well. But they 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 play they play to win. They've got some decent players. They all play well for each other. They're a really united squad. I really, really, you know, I, I admire that. I like watching them play as well because you never know what you're going to get out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Fraser's a really good player. I like him. Callum Wilson. Yeah. Well, um, Aki and Cook at the back. Um, Jeff, Jefferson Lerma as well. I think they spent, like, what was it, £25 million on him? I think it was. Wow. Weren't we looking at Miss Umpren? Wow, no, I, I don't think we're looking at him, but I just think we were looking to spend that sort of money. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a massive fee for a team like Bournemouth. And you think in 25 minutes, if Saints spent 25 million quid on a player, you'd think this is, you know, he's, he's the tits. He's got to be up there. Oh, man, you don't think he is? Or? Well, no, yeah, Jefferson Lemmer is. He's a good player, but I'm just saying, why haven't Saints got a player like that? I don't know. These are questions to Les Reed and company. Yeah, absolutely. Um, David Brooks as well is on the wing there. He's been chipping in a bit. He's got a couple of goals the last couple I mean, of Josh, weeks. Joshy King's been having a good season this as well. This is it, right? The top two. Are they the most underrated tandem in the Premier League up front? They've got four goals each already. Yeah, no. Well, in all competitions, it's about seven, isn't it? Oh, God. I mean, yeah, but I mean, they, they had quite a favourable draw in the cup, didn't they? Yeah, but I mean, Callum Wilson, Josh King. Right, they, they, they are... Decent, decent players. They have got to be. Yeah, I just think they're underrated. They're not talked yeah. up enough. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got um, got Wilson in my fantasy football team. I noticed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just that was a good one. He seemed good value for money. Yeah, very good. Yeah, and he's banging mm. in the goals as well. He scored scored one yesterday as well. So yeah, they 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 they're a decent side. Um, with those two up front, if they play that four four two as well, with two of them up front, <laughs> they've got to be causing Saints all kind of problems, right? I mean, yeah. What are you going to go for for your prediction with this one? Um. Okay. Um. I, I think we need a good result. We're going to get a good result. We're going to draw one one like, like we did last season. You bastard! I had a one one draw. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, I just think that's, that's a positive result for us um, this season. Oh, against a, a, a team in very strong form mm-hmm. away. I yeah. think it's. I think that's doable. I think that's doable. Would you mind if I stuck with a 1-1? Or do you want me to change it up? No, it doesn't matter, does it? Okay. That's, that's what you believe. I, yeah, I, I, I've written down a 1-1 draw here, so I, I think that's what it's going to be. I think you know, that's optimistic, but I think realistically it's probably going to be like three nil. But you just don't know who it's going to be too, you know, which yeah, exactly. team comes out. Bournemouth have got the the quality to score four goals, and Saints have got the well the quality to concede four. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> I don't know, um, but yeah, I just think if Saints Saints played play to their full potential, and at some points in this Chelsea game today they did play well, and they haven't been. Under Pellegrino and Puel, they've been bad. They were playing bad. They weren't creating chances. It was this hopeless. season. It feels different. Yeah. They have the ability to create chances and score goals. So yeah, if they play to their full potential, there's no reason why they can't beat Bournemouth. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna be conservative and I'm gonna go for one-one. Yeah. Welcome back to the Extra Time segment. Um, this is the part where we check in with our predictions, fantasy football, and just talk shit, really. Um, 
so let's go first with our predictions. So, Kevin, yeah. you predicted a Chelsea 2-0 win. Uh, I, yeah, no, however, was... predicted a Chelsea 3-0 win. So that leaves me with five points and two points to you. So that leaves the total scores of the season so far. 21-19 to me. Taking the lead. You're ahead for the first time this season. Shut up. Yeah, I mean, again... I had the lead for for the first two weeks. I mean, in any meaningful way. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, uh, yeah, okay. Um, I I, I was, again, uh, I was right, right up until extra time, and then... Yeah, Yeah, you were. And I was... You know, a little part of me, when Morata scored, I thought, yes! Is that bad? That is bad, yeah. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a loss anyway. I just thought I'm just gonna get one up on you because I knew you had two nil. So yeah, that was fine. So yeah, I'm winning fantasy football. Yes. Um. So yeah. Uh. This week, um. I think most of us have had quite a shit week apart really? from oh. apart from Real Deal FC. Okay. Uh, Marcus Fanshaw. He's um. He was only a, a point ahead at the update, but um. He's Really taken the spoils of uh, of Chelsea's win over Saints. He had Hazard as captain, uh, so he got 63 points at the moment. After I mean, we, Liverpool Man City's just finished, so yeah. 63 points for him. Now on 452 points. Uh, my buyer Kevakusen uh, now in second place. Uh, I only got 35 for the week on 4-2-3. What did I get for the week, Lord of the Rings? You Ings. got. Lord of the Rings uh, added 34 points to yeah, the tally, bring up to a grand total of 330. So, I mean, you're not actually far off the pack now. You are slowly catching up. Um, Harris Sanjaman in third place, 28 points for the week, 421. So, um, you could set your sights on Graham Irvin's Cedric Keepray legends. He's got 377 points. Um, he was yeah. leading the, the, the league at, at, uh, early on in the season, so... Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gunning for him. I'm going for it. Yeah, put your sights I mean, on. Basically, it. I just want to beat you. That's all I want. Well, yeah, I know you've got a long way to go, but I mean, it's a long season, so. Yeah. That's yeah, and if I have another another week like I did this week, you won't be far off. <laughs> okay. Um. So we went with our in that number Saints eleven from ninety two from the Premier League area. Area? Wow, era. Um, <coughs> Perigurea. Oh. <laughs> um, you voted Anthony Amy as your goalkeeper. I did. Um, well, I meant you as in the the public, but yeah, you oh, did okay. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this week we went right backs, and the final was between Jason Dodd and Nathaniel Klein, and this week's winner was Jason Dodd. Yeah, Dodd. Okay, yeah, fair enough. It was a dead heat on Twitter, actually. It was like 50-50. It was weird. Yeah, I think there's just a generation gap, I suppose. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, But but Facebook, the the Facebook poll kind of like topped the scales with with Dodd. Not a lot of vote for for Klein on Facebook, which was weird. Um, So, yeah, so Jason Dodd is your left back. Sorry, your right back. So we've got Anthony Amy in goal and Jason Dodd at right back. Next week, or this week, so tomorrow... I will be putting up the left backs, and let's just say this one's going to be very, very interesting. And I don't know where to vote. Basically, I don't know where my vote's going. 
So look out for the, the for the left book. Left book? Wow. The, the left, left book back. on a face back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the left back poll on Twitter and Facebook. Um, get your vote in for your favourite yeah. left back. Um, state your case as well. Put, put, you know, put a few comments down. Let's have an argument about it. Why not? Let's be having, yeah. Yeah, I want to hear why you're selecting your left back over mine. And basically, I'm not going to be wrong. So, yeah, argue with me. I'll have it. Okay. I mean, good luck drawing up a shortlist. No, the shortlist is already done. It's just the... There is... Let's just say there's like four left backs there that are going to cause a lot of... It's going to be so hard to call because I don't even know where I'm going with it. Let's just say that. Oh, vote early, vote often. Um, so, we also had uh, a vote for your goal and player of the month for September. Uh, it was pretty much uh, Hoiberg first. Um, he got 55% of the vote for the player of the month. Uh, doing Ings is 24, Redmond on 11, and Alex McCarthy 10%. Can I just say that my vote went to the 10% of Alex McCarthy? I think mine did in the end too. Did it? Okay. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I thought Alex McCarthy, with his, his England call-up, um, his amazing saves against Wolves, kept us in the... Well, I say kept us in the game. We ended up fucking losing anyway, but... Kept yeah. us from total embarrassment. Yeah. yeah, and I just think Alex McCarthy, if it wasn't for him, yeah. We'd be... <laughs> would, I, would we be bottom of the league, maybe? I don't know, but he's been brilliant. He, I just think, yeah, Alex McCarthy for me. But yeah, I can understand. I I, I totally understand why Hoiberg is has got it but yeah I, I do too I mean he's, he's a fan favourite um, scorching goal which sure. I mean, goes without saying uh, one goal of the month in fact 100% of the votes were for Hoiberg 84% really? yeah 84% voted for the goal against Brighton that, yeah. that, that was an absolute beauty um, but 16% maybe they were confused about who we were playing at the time but 16% voted for uh, the goal against Palace, you know that that cheeky yeah. chip chip behind the peak keeper there. No, that um, was after a good goal. Sure, past him. That was, was nice. I just yeah, I love that yeah, just just for I the look on his face, was, you know, yeah. like yeah, I'm the man, you know. <laughs> I think maybe it was a bit of a. I think people were misunderstood there. They were blatantly wrong. Yeah, but yeah, okay, you can't win any by 100. percent But yeah, Hoiberg did. Uh, mm. Okay, so yeah, so Hoiberg is the Gold of the Month and Player of the Month for September. Yeah, we'll be gilding that statue and sending it off to him shortly. Of course, yeah. Just in time for his international duty. Absolutely. So we're not back next week. Well, we're not here next week because of the international break. But we will will be back on the 21st um, where we will look back at the Bournemouth game. Is that right? Yes. Sorry. The Bournemouth that would be game. It. Yep, the Bournemouth yeah. game. International duty as well. Yep. Uh, and I'm sure the Moscow Mush will fill you in with all the international details from the uh, International Saints. Yeah, I've got my eye on the globe. Good, good. Trust you. Um, so follow us on at number podcast on Twitter. Our email is in that number podcast at gmail.com. Just subscribe on iTunes and, and Spotify. Just yeah, get involved in all the polls. Get involved on the the, the left back, especially because I really, really am interested to see what you guys think about the left backs. And mm-hmm. 
I'm sure towards the end of the month, Kev will put his polls up on the player and goal of the month for October. But yes, I'll look, get my polls up there. That's it. <laughs> look out for those polls. Get involved. Give us a message. Give us an email. Send us whatever you think, and we'll read it out. Um, yeah. And, and tweet else to the add? tweet the tits out of us. <laughs> Vo- vote the vagina out of our polls. <laughs> Follow the fuck out of us on Facebook. <laughs> And subscribe the shit out of us on iTunes. Absolutely. So and I do have a post postscriptum though before uh, before we go. Um, I I want to I want to leave a chant challenge. I want to throw down the gauntlet for the international break for another chant challenge. Yes. Because we we haven't uh, covered all of our new signings yet, and the one standout is Mo Elunusi. We've been saving them up just because there's not much that rhymes with it. But um, <laughs> if you can handle that, let's have a chant for Mario Nunusi for, for next time. You heard him. Everyone, all your listeners, let's just let's send me a chant for um, Elianusi. Let's have it and we'll, we'll read it out. We'll sing it. Yeah, Kev, Kev will sing it. Yeah? Well, I mean, if you haven't got your own, you can sing it. Okay. I'll, I'll try. I'll have a think. Yeah, let's be chanting for a moment. Okay. Right, so until the 21st, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Dos Vidanya. Paka. Paka. Sports Social Podcast Network.